Did you ever wake up and say I was born for more? Well, the answer is yes, you are. We live in a world where we're faced with everyday challenges. This podcast is created for you, the listener, to hear a story of captivation and motivation to bring you to your fullest potential. We welcome you to be a part of this transformation. I am your host, Melissa Alves, but my friends call me Melly with the power within where together we can discover your greatest purpose. Hello, I would like to welcome our guest speaker, Melissa Ricker from Texas. She is an engineer by trade, a wife and a mom of two handsome little boys. We're excited to have you on. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. We're excited to have you. We can't wait to get all the knowledge you have. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to deliver. <laughs> not to let you down. <laughs> so for starters, tell us a little bit about your background and where you come from. Um, so I will try to keep it short. Um, so I, as you said, I'm an engineer. Um, so I actually didn't ever want to be an entrepreneur <laughs> in the beginning. I have my master's degree in nuclear engineering from, from Texas a and I don't know if there's any Aggies listening, but um, whoop, if there are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I went to school to be an engineer. I loved engineering. I just, I love the process of like taking complicated things and breaking them down. Um, that's always been kind of my thing. Um, my husband says it's my superpower to make the complicated things simple. So that's, that's what I did. And after I, I went to, to A&M, graduated, um, I went to work at a nuclear power plant and worked there. Um, and I, my corporate life was about, I think it was eight years long. And, you know, I worked my way up um, into a management position and I had a whole team working for me and you know, that's just the life. Like I was on the fast track kind of to the top and that's, that's what I wanted. That, like, that was my life was to, to, you know, aspiring CEO of that, of that company. And, um, then, um, you know, it was all fine and good. I was working long hours, but that was my life. So it was fine. And then, uh, for all the moms on here, you're going to totally, well, all the dads too, you're going to totally identify with what I say next, which is after I had my first baby, like, I mean, up until the day I had him, like still not on my radar to do anything, but what I was doing. Um, but then the day I had him, it was like, uh, oh, <laughs> this is baby number, number one. Number yeah. One. Yeah. And so I had him and I went back to work. Your life changed when you had him, I'm sure. I mean, everything. Just, I mean, the way you think about life, the way, I mean, just everything changes and your priorities shift. And I went back to work. I mean, I had to, um, you know, you build your life around paychecks. Uh, and so bills that keep on coming. <laughs> I know, I know. They're not going to stop and, and wait. So I went back to work and, you know, I tried my best to, to just get back into it. Um, and I mean, I still loved my job, but it was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, you know, I was leaving before he woke up in the morning and getting home just a couple hours before he went to bed. Like it just like, and you know, I was on call all the time. Um, I was a manager. So that's just the life of a, of a manager, especially in the technical field. So um, I ended up 
just deciding one day it was just like someone else is raising my child. Like I just can't do this anymore. Um, so I, I walked away from that job, which was, was really hard because I mean, it was the career that I spent, you know, eight years, well, actually more, including college, you know, I spent all that time building that career and just to walk away from it was really hard. And I was just determined that I was going to, find a way to make money from home because I didn't want to give up my paycheck. I didn't want to give up the lifestyle that we had built. And so in my head, <laughs> looking back, this is pretty silly, but in my head at the time, I was like, I'm a nuclear engineer. Like, of course I can, I can build a business. Like I'm smart. I can do this. And I had no idea like how hard it was going to be. And I just wasn't even prepared for it. And so I struggled. Um, I tried, I had a list. I tried 17 different business ideas. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I mean, I struggled. I, I rode the struggle bus for two years, you know, and it, it was hard. And this year for what, you know, in 2019, finally. So I left my job. It was late, very late. So almost 2017, uh, I left my job. And just in 2019, and my, like all the pieces finally come together and my business kind of took off. Like, um, so it's, it's been a blessing. I've learned a ton, uh, but I just wasn't prepared for how hard it was. <laughs> but now it's finally paying off, so I'm super happy about that. So tell me, Melissa, um, nuclear engineer, what got you involved in that industry? Uh, you know, just from the time I was little, I just really enjoyed um, learning about how things worked. And, you know, as the kid, I was the kid who took things apart and put them back together um, and I just, I, I loved math and science. Like I just love the idea of like making complicated things, like taking complicated things and like figuring out how they worked and why they worked. And, um, I just always enjoyed it. So, you know, I, I was in a magnet school, um, for, for, um, science and technology growing up. And so I just always knew like I was going to be an engineer. And then what got me into nuclear engineering is because I wanted to be an astronaut. Wow. <laughs> and, um, there was a big, um, when I, about the time that I was getting into, into college, you know, the, what, between, it was like between 2000 and 2006, in that time frame, there was a huge push for like the nuclear space power. And so that's how I got into nuclear engineering so that I could get into the space side of things. Um, and then, I mean, everyone knows kind of what happened. The, the uh, economy kind of tanked. And so that whole project got put on the back burner. So that's how I ended up, you know, I was still in engineering, but I, um, I ended up not going into the space nuclear field. Just, I went into the, 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 um, power generation side of things. And then later on I moved into the oil field, but yeah, that's kind of like the, the skinny of how I got into nuclear engineering. <laughs> so eight years, um, in that field and you just, said what made you that you mentioned before having your child um gave you like a wide awakening right like you couldn't do you couldn't do what you were doing your nine to five and the long 12 hours um how did that make you feel at that moment you know in time uh, it, i mean it was so conflicting because i mean my entire identity was wrapped up in in this career that i had built like if someone asked me you know who are you that's what I would say. Like I'm an engineering manager. Like that was how I identified myself. And so to walk away from, I mean, I worked so hard and like, you know, I, my, I was so devoted to my job. And so to walk away from that was, 
significant. Like it wasn't something that I took lightheartedly. Like it took me, my baby was nine months old when I finally walked away. So for nine months, like I battled with that. My turning point, I remember, I'll never forget is, I mean, I, what, what would have, what would I would do? This was like my daily routine. And I mean, it's so sad looking back, but like I would leave and I would like, I had like a 45 minute commute to work. And a lot of times like I would cry in the mornings. I'd get to work, run to my, my desk and like shut my office door and turn on the, the security cameras just so I could see my child. And I would watch him through the day kind of off and on just so I could like see what he was doing. And like I was missing his milestones and all of that. So the turning point was like the day I went home and I, you know, had a long day from work, super excited to see my baby. And he didn't want to come to me. Like he wanted to stay with the nanny. And that was just like, I mean, <laughs> oh, a, the a, tear to the, a tear to the heart. And I'm sure that a lot of moms are going to be listening to this, are going to relate to you in this, in this moment in time. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I have to figure, that was the day I was like, I, I, whatever it takes, like, I have to figure this out. Um, because this is not, this is not how my story is going to end. Right. Um, but at the same time, like, I also knew like, um, I don't know how to say it. I, I don't want to say like just a mom, but like I couldn't be just like a stay at home mom. Like I've always right. had something. Another calling like, inside of you. Yes. And, and, you know, so take my career, like I still needed a career just for me. And so I was just like, there's gotta be a way that I can have both. There's gotta be. And there is, you know, it, it's, it's not an easy journey by any means, but there is like now I work, I work for, for about four hours a day. I have an, a part-time nanny who comes in and, and watches the baby so I can have both. So I work, work on my business uh, and can focus on my business for four hours a day and then I can go and spend the rest of the time with my babies. And so it's, it's finally to that place where I can have both. <laughs> you, that's, that's wonderful. Now you mentioned that you struggled a lot after that. Can you share some of those struggles with us? I mean, I, you know, like I said, I just, I assumed it was going to be easy and I, I don't know why I assumed that, but, um, you know, I, so I had to kind of go through this process of learning something new and, and like, I walked away from something that I was really good at. Like I could do it in my sleep. With your eyes closed. <laughs> With my eyes closed. And so I had gotten to this place of, you know, where I didn't have to, to think a lot, you know, I just, I was good at what I did. And so to, to take someone and, and just pluck them out of that environment and, and plop them into this place where it's like, I didn't know anything about the internet really besides, you know, the basics, Google or whatever. Um, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know how to start a business. I didn't know like what, how to set goals. I didn't, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, I want to replace my salary. Well, I had no idea how to make that happen. I didn't know what I should be selling, who I should be selling it to. Um, and so just starting from scratch and, and like, learning all of that over again, um, from, from the perspective of a newbie. Right. Uh, and I wasn't used to being a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> you had years of experience and you didn't know that you had to start from scratch again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a really a strange place to be. It was a very strange place to be. So it took some like massive, like mindset shifts in myself to like, just be okay with that. And, you know, give myself some room to grow and, um, and be, just be okay with, with where I was, you know, and, um, it was a hard pill to swallow that, you know, I wasn't successful because I had, you know, success was my thing. Like I'd been so successful and just to have that, you know, 
not have that anymore was was really hard for me and but it was like as soon as I owned up to it and was just okay with it well guess what then I found success <laughs> right you owned it I owned it and it took me two years to really own it <laughs> and that's okay it, it takes a time it takes time and you know and that's something that we we at the moment are like we want it now but it's not in our and it's not in our time <laughs> yeah everybody has to go through that that kind of journey what would you say, Melissa, is the number one obstacle that you faced in after you let go of your job? I was totally, totally myself. <laughs> um, I was my own biggest obstacle for sure. Um, because, you know, just, just everything that, that I've already said, but also just like being able to trust the process and trust myself and, you know, Luckily, I never gave up, but so many times I wanted to, and I, I see a lot of people, they do give in and they do like give up because I think a lot for a lot of us, it's, we, we are our number one obstacle. I mean, I, I had a lot of obstacles, you know, making like making enough money to, so I could at least cover the nanny, you know, like had all of these, um, the, these things that I went through, but at, at every step it was like, you know, it's, it was like, how can I get in my own way? <laughs> How can I self-sabotage today? <laughs> right. You are fighting you, the person that's looking in the mirror. And absolutely. And I know it sounds silly and it's not like something concrete, but it, it, I mean, it's, it makes sense. it's the absolute truth. And I, I see other people struggling with the same thing. And I still struggle with it. Like I still wake up some days and I'm like, what am I doing? I, you know, I can't do this. I still have that, but at least now like I can recognize it and just move through it better than I could before. <laughs> right, right. So now in the online space that you developed yourself in, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, this year, you know, I, I went through a big transition about, you know, March, April of this year. And I just decided to like scrap everything that I had done and start fresh like with this new perspective with this new this new plan um, and I finally kind of embraced the what I'm what I'm good at right so I'm good at the engineering I'm good at taking complicated things and making them simple so I you know I kind of decided what I wanted to do and I started I took the time to kind of reverse engineer this plan and be like really intentional with everything I did from that day forward and so I knew like, cause I'd struggled for a while and I knew, um, part of what, why I struggled was that I felt really alone, you know, um, because when you're working from home, like on, on the computer online, like there's something missing that you're, you're not getting the, you know, I'm not getting the chance to chat at the, at the, in the at my lunch breaks and talk to people. And so I knew like going forward, like I really wanted to focus on building a community, building like relationships and, and like a place where people could be vulnerable and have the human element come in. Um, and, but also to like make progress and move forward. So I really focused on being intentional about building, you know, a tribe, um, who are coming together for, with the same goals, but very different journeys and, and being able to help everybody like go through that journey. And so I started a Facebook group that was kind of like my first thing. And um, that's where, you know, everything, all my success has, has really started from that Facebook group because, you know, I, I did, I built it very intentionally. 
Um, and that's kind of my place that I show up and with the added or with the mindset and the attitude, like I'm going to serve these people, whether they buy anything from me or not, I'm going to serve these people. So people in my Facebook group is just like, they're my people, they're my tribe and I love them. And, um, yeah, so that, that's where I, I kind of build my, my community. And so then that's where I can make, you know, my, my, my paid offers as well. So, you know, I show up and give value and then let people know what the next step is when they're ready to take that step. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, taking those initial steps is what makes people um, afraid. It is. Yeah. 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 And like you mentioned, you felt so alone. So I'm sure that others too are in the same space, the same boat. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's very true. And, and, um, you know, everyone who comes into my group, I mean, they have those same feelings, even if they had a different journey than me, it's like they resonate with a piece of my journey. And so, you know, we can come together as like a safe place. Um, but we're all working towards the same goal. We're working towards building a business that's going to fuel the lifestyle that we want. Um, and we know it's not about the 24 seven hustle. We know that there's, there's other parts of our life that are, you know, just as important or equally important or more important. And so it's like everybody's after the same thing is to build a thriving business that can, can build this lifestyle, but not take up our entire life. Correct. I'm I'm sure that our listeners are happy to hear that, that there is hope, (laughs) there is hope in in the online industry as well for them as well, as, as fortunate you have been in it in the last couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much, there's so much out there. There's so much space for all of us. Now, I rem- how important is it for you um, to invest in yourself? Oh, I invest in myself all the time. Like I, um, you know, it's, it, that was, it's part of like the mindset shift that you have to go through. Like if you wanted to go and learn um, how to play a sport, you know, um, I was just talking in my Facebook group about this. Like if you were going to go learn how to play soccer, like you don't just go and and learn it by yourself. Like you've got to, to find somebody to teach you Um, and you can't just go watch a video (laughs) and learn how to play soccer. Like it's, so it's like you find like a mentor or, or somebody who is making it happen, you know, and you follow what they're doing. You invest in yourself through them and you learn and 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 keep growing. So I will always have, you know, a coach. I will always have, I would never ask someone to invest in, in themselves through me if I wasn't investing in myself through somebody else. So you have to kind of hold up the mirror to, to yourself and say, if you want people to invest in you and your business, you know, you need to, to be that leader and show that, you know, you never stop growing. Um, you know, so you're going to keep learning so that you can turn around and teach to your tribe. Right. Right. Um, so that's kind of, you know, people, you know, I talk about, I talk about it all the time, the things that I'm investing in, um, just because I want to set that example so that when people see my success, they're, they're not thinking I'm doing it by myself. Cause I'm not, I don't think that that's possible that you can do it all by yourself. Oh, oh no, not, there's nothing in life that we can do by ourselves. Um, no, there's not. I mean, it just takes, even if you know all the steps, um, and you know what to do, like there's the mindset piece of it. There's the accountability piece of it. There's like the days you're going to wake up and say, I don't want to do this. And you have to be able to push through. And um, sometimes that you just can't do it by yourself. (laughs) Right, right. Now, uh, 
are you, it sounds like you're enjoying the, 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 the path that you have taken now and you have been helping a lot of people along the way. Uh, what is your number one um, advice to a person that is in the same boat as you were months ago and wants to get into the online business? Yeah, so I mean, I guess specifically talking to, um, you know, some like the entrepreneur moms um, or just someone who, who wants to, to make build a successful business but doesn't want to spend all day doing it or, you know, work 16 hours a day because that's one way to do it, right? You have a lot, if you have 16 hours a day to work, like you can do a lot of things. If you've only got four, maybe two or four hours a day or whatever it is, like you have to be really intentional with your time. Right. So, what I like to do, um, and I wish I had done this from the beginning, is to have like have my my week planned out, have my my month planned out, um, and set myself a schedule that's like repeatable. And um, it does a lot for me because like when I have when I show up in my business, I've got four hours to make everything happen every each day. And so if I show up and I spend the first 20, 30 minutes trying to figure out what I'm going to work on that day. I just lost a big chunk of my day. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, and it also helps like on the days that I do wake up and I'm like, eh, I don't want to do this today. I'm not feeling it. I'm like, I don't have a choice because it's art. Like it's already set in stone. So like I, you know, if I'm going to go live, like it's already the, the, the wheels have been already been set in motion. So I can't stop it. <laughs> so right, right. It helps from like so many different perspectives to, um, to have that like plan set out. So, you know, be being really intentional, having the plan. And then, um, you know, I always like try to help people like what I focus on and what I try to help other people focus on is kind of three buckets and it's growing your audience. So you always have to be growing. So even if it's, you know, by one person a day to your email list, your face, whatever it is, but like growing, uh, that's a main focus every day and then nurturing your audience and then making offers like if you can just focus on those three buckets and make sure you take action in those three areas every day then your business is going to move forward you know uh, um, what happens what a lot of us get stuck on is like doing all the things um, and we get hung up on the on areas of our business that that aren't I mean not, not to say they're not important but they're not like the money making activities. So it, for most businesses, uh, online businesses, at least in kind of my, what I specialize in, those are the three things that matter. Growing your audience, nurturing your audience, and then making offers. So if you can just do something out of each of those buckets every day, then you'll make progress. You heard it, listeners. <laughs> those three buckets are so important to growing your online business. Now, um, Finishing up here, what would you tell your younger self to do with the information you know now? Oh, goodness. So um, to actually, I mean, to, to have just have an open mind and um, not be married to one path. You know, I, I thought... I, th I thought, you know, I was the corporate woman, big boss, CEO lady, and I struggled so much because I, you know, I had just made that decision that was going to be my path. And so it was almost like I wasn't open to even knowing that another path existed. So just if I could go back and tell my, you know, I wouldn't change it, you know, that I went and did that piece of my life. Right. But I would just be open to the fact that. Open-minded. Yeah, that, 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 it, that might not be my final path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Uh, I believe that we are all here for a bigger purpose. And along the way, we find that purpose. And it seems to me that you are striving in this, um, in this new industry that you jumped on. And I'm so happy for you because you are sharing your knowledge as you go, because we never stop learning. That's just a given, you know, every day we learn a little bit. And you're creating your tribe, which is uh, so important. Yeah, it's really, it's been so much fun. And, you know, I'm, I'm finally back to the place where it's like, I love what I do. I love doing it. Um, so that's, that's really important um, as well, is that we love what we're doing. You, you beat me to my question. Are you, <laughs> are you loving the new choice that you made in your life? I am loving it. You know, I, I'm just loving how the pieces have fallen together and, um, you know, that I can give back and yeah, I just love it. I'm super passionate about it. I could talk about it. I could talk about funnel strategies and creating your offers and building your tribe. I could talk about this stuff all day long. If you let me, <laughs> that's, when, that's when you know that, um, that things are, are, are moving in the right direction. That is for sure. That is for sure. Well, if you, if you, um, Lastly, can just share with our audience where they, where you can be found, where you can, they can reach you, where they can get all these good infos and um, get themselves rolling uh, with more information in reference to the online industry. Yeah, so totally. If, if, um, if anything that I said today resonates with, with you, I'd love for you to jump over and join my Facebook group. Um, that, is, that is where I pour my heart and soul. Um, that is where you can get to know me. Um, and see if it's a good fit um, for anything in the future or just hang out with me and, and um, let's, let's, talk, let's talk life, let's talk business, let's talk um, all, all the things. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you the link as well, but my, the name of my Facebook group is Income Streams, Funnels, and Automation for Entrepreneurs, I think. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So that is where Melissa Ricker can be found. And we want to thank you for joining us this morning, uh, Melissa. It was a joy having you on board and we wish much success in your future uh, endeavors. Well, thank you so much for having me and uh, all the same to you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Power Within, where your story can make an impact on another person's life. If you enjoyed what you heard, scroll down and leave me a raving review. Oh yeah, and don't forget, if you're not subscribed, hit the button and do it now so you won't miss out on our weekly episodes.